What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Grow or Die podcast. It is me again, just 96 episodes to go till 100. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, with my co-host, Scott Simmons. Today, we talk really, really, really good stuff. I enjoyed it a ton. Um, it's going to be a long one. Morning. It's going to be about 56 minutes long, but I promise you it's going to be super worth it. Number one, we talk shit on everyone who's on spring break right now with the pandemic happening globally. You're the dumbest fucking people I've ever met in my life. Number Well, luckily I haven't met you. Number two, we're going to talk about how to decipher between good and bad information, whether it be on social media and studies and all those things, because there's so much going around. I want to help you guys decipher between good and bad. We talk about preserving muscle while we're going to be out of the gym. It's not that big of a deal, guys. Calm down. I got you. We talk about a Q&A, including an awesome question that I really enjoy. When did I realize I was good at what I do? And also, I share some tidbits on there for you guys who you know want to build a successful coaching business. So I hope you guys love this. Welcome to episode four. I will see you inside. We're live. Man, <laughs> we have we have a pandemic going around globally right now. And we have a shit ton of college dumbasses on spring break chilling on the beach. Dude. What? Why? Are you guys fucking kidding me? Why why do you think they're going? Did you Dude, I, I I I really think that like okay, so you were in college. Yep. Um we we're both college educated. Yep. Some of the dumbest fucking humans I've met in my entire existence were throughout my college years. Like if I were to make a list of the top 100 most least intelligent folks I've met in my life, like they're probably all from my college years. I would agree with that. And like if I were to make a list of like the top 100 most intelligent folks that I've ever met in my life, a large majority of them don't even have a college education. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you so, ever so, do spring break? So, Huh? Did you ever do spring break? No, I was in track. So oh, we, to. yeah, yeah, we, we weren't allowed to. We uh, traveled my first to my first years. You know, we traveled for spring break yep. um, to the great city of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mm. If you want to know where to literally never spend a single second uh, <laughs> when it's not college football season, like Tuscaloosa, Alabama, probably the worst city I've ever been to in my life. Wow. Yeah, it was awful. High praise. Yeah, yeah, dude, I loved it. <laughs> dude, we did three, um, three spring breaks. You did three spring three. breaks. Wow, all in the same fucking place. Yeah. So I had no money to either. Where'd you go? Did you go to Panama Panama? City? Yeah, yeah, of course. Typical. I always wanted to go down there. It's not I worth like, it. If if, if, I, if I went there, I would get so many girls. Like knowing dude, that there'd not be a single. Knowing one. what we like, how many people were there, and all the shit that went on. Yeah, I'm not surprised that there's just gonna be a shitload of Corona coming out of that, dude. Oh, so much. Yeah, so much. I mean, starting that, starting off down there. You know, you know, at least one person had it, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, fifty people had it, and then all of a sudden, a thousand people had it. Like you're all such fucking idiots. And the issue with this is like we're trying to flatten the curve. Yeah. Like the goal is to the goal is to get to the peak as quick as possible, and then get over it, and like mm -hmm. see that curve start to flatten out. Like y'all motherfuckers are gonna go home. You're gonna be around more susceptible people. Mm -hmm. You're gonna share it to them. Like. People who are on spring break. Hey, if you're a dumbass, well, no, you know what? People who partake in spring break when a fucking global pandemic is occurring right now aren't intelligent enough to listen to our podcast. Um, but you guys are going to be responsible for killing somebody. Mm. Someone's going to die from the coronavirus that was transmitted to them through spring break. Like a professor. Like a professor. They go back to school. Yeah. Professors got problems. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. 
So I hope you guys are proud of being literally um, like that's not the future of America. The future of America no. is doing far more intelligent things. I mean, man, some of the interviews you've seen and like I know that, you know, the interviews are all sound bites. They pick the dumbest looking fucking person yeah. and they call them over and like they essentially just walk them down the aisle of stupidity. Mm-hmm. And like these people like think that they're like crushing it and they just suck. Like everything just they just suck. Um, but they get attention. But they get attention. You, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, Twitter's a cesspool of stupidity and there's no other way around that and on twitter very often the topic comes up of like if you're not college educated oh my god then, that's so yeah, stupid yeah yeah so the next time that comes up dude i can't wait oh i can't because you know 98 percent of the people who are there right now are these college educated folks yep um i can't wait till the next time that comes what do you up. think what do you think spreading faster corona or stds oh man Man, that one's close. Maybe yeah. I think it's all double whammies. It's just double whammies at this point. Y'all like, are coming I mean, out of there gross, looking gross, like a trash can, dude. Yeah, y'all need to get. Yeah, y'all need to go through like a car wash. For real. We have car washes for humans that come out of spring break. It's fucking disgusting. You douse but, yourself in alcohol. Yeah, but but humor aside, you guys are fucking idiots. I'm so embarrassed for you guys. Literally, if I ever, well, my kids would have been raised far more intelligent than to make decisions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, speaking of kids. Holy shit. I cannot imagine being quarantined right now into my house with like young children. Do you have clients who have kids? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all in their fucking mind. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was talking to uh, one of my friends this morning. One of my friends who's uh, a client of mine has become a really close friend. And, um, you know, she was talking about like, being at home with her pups all day and like, you know, what her daily life is like. And I was like, dude, imagine if you replace those pups with kids. And she was oh like, God. honestly, fuck that. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, dude, I spend all day every day with Peyton and Athena. Like, yeah. I think it's fantastic. But dude, another like little humans, <laughs> little me's running Cause around. Ca- dude. Yeah. Um, I can't. I heard this on another podcast. Yeah. Someone was talking to another about, podcast. Why are you cheating on us? Dude, you're cheating. On I us. produce, listen to our podcast. That's enough. <sighs> okay. That's, and track. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Fine. Hey, tracking real quick. We're top 30. Top 30. Top 30. We crossed a thousand. We listen. crossed a thousand. Well, we well, way past the thousand now. now. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Probably fucking 50, at this point. We haven't checked in. An so hour. thank you all for uh, the yeah. dedicated listening. Thank you guys. On. And if you could, if you love us, please leave a five star rating. Like it seriously does mean the world to us. We have mm-hmm. a lot we want to bring to this platform. Um, and the only way we really do as if we have more ratings so yeah but go ahead with what you're um th- this woman was talking on the podcast she was being interviewed and i think she was either talking to her mom or her one of her aunts or some relative and she worked in healthcare yep. she's a nurse and she said it's funny i get less corona patients and more kids needing stitches Wow. Because kids are home, wow. not going to school, Holy and jumping shit. off shit and fucking around. Holy shit. She's like, I've never, in her entire career, however long it is, I know it's probably 15 plus yeah. years of being a nurse, she has put on the most stitches ever this year. How crazy is that? <laughs> My mind is blown. Pew. Yeah. That's I don't know nuts. where it was. That's but nuts. But, but it makes so much sense. Totally. They're, this is exactly what, I mean, that's what you would expect. Yeah. Man. Man, I wonder, I, I, I saw maybe a tweet or a meme or something like that. So Scott's, Scott's getting his information from podcasts. I'm getting my information from meets or uh, memes or tweets <laughs> that was talking about, man, when this whole quarantine's over, wondering how many people are going to get divorced. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's a good statistic to figure <laughs> yeah. out. Damn. Yeah, holy shit. Nine months from now, there's going to be a lot of babies. But a couple months from now, there might be a lot of, a lot of broken <laughs> up folks. Holy crap. So um, with that... I want to talk about 
Nowadays, um, when I started my whole fitness coaching, you know, what, however the, this, this happened, um, there was like no information you could really find on social media. Um, it was few and far between. Um, you had to search for it big time. This was, uh, let's see, this was about um, 10 years ago. I started, like, you definitely had to search for it. There wasn't just a bunch of like people with huge followings, like sharing information. Like, like when I started looking, like if you had 10,000 followers, you were fucking famous. Mm-hmm. Like on Instagram, mm-hmm. dude, you were so famous. Mm-hmm. Like you were absolutely crushing it. Um, that was, uh, the Instagram was college. My first year of college, I believe. So it was 2012. Um, but prior to that, you know, like the Facebook, um, online forums and stuff, it was hard to come by information. Nowadays, every look, there's someone saying something, mm-hmm. someone spewing something. Most of it contradicts other uh, things that you've read, heard elsewhere. So I want to talk about how do you decipher between good and bad information? So I have this rule and I'm not sure if I've ever told you about my rule because, okay. you know, I, I have to learn at least one thing every single day, yep. preferably two things every single yep. day. And let me say about what I mean by learning. So I have a topic and anymore. It's not just about like it's not just really like fitness stuff or like bodybuilding or things like that. How do you select um, a topic? Dude, honestly, it's it's commonly something that just like sparks my interest. I have a notes tab in my phone, mm-hmm. commonly from late night Reddit scrolls sure. um, that like this is something I want to know about. I might be explain like I'm five or current events or um, something I learned today. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things commonly spark my interest. Like I just want to know it. Uh, I don't not necessarily to apply it um, or because I need to It just sparked my interest and I decided to know it. And your brain's a very malleable item. It's a very malleable organ, mm-hmm. uh, just like a muscle. It responds to adaptation. If you don't use it, you lose it. Um, it, it. You have to keep it very sharp. You have to continue challenging it in multiple ways. And um, in, in, in my strengths, my brain is very, 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 very strong in. And my weaknesses, the opposite holds true as well. Mm. So like, I kind of want to like bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess I try to. The issue is like, in most things that I'm very weak with, I'm just not that interested. <laughs> like, so like, like that's kind of my struggle. An, give us an example. Like creativity stuff, like art, music, um, anything that that is like creativity inclined. I'm just not interested. I just in. want everybody to know that when we got this podcast gear, we were at guitar center. Great story. And Justin was trying his best yep. on the drums. Yep. He was doing okay. I was doing okay. I was just hitting shit. <laughs> I was just like, hit. I was making noise. And I was at like, least you oh, tried. that's cool. Yeah. I, what, what did I want to play with? Though? The symbols. The symbols. Dude, I wanted to like be the, um, the, the gorilla. Yeah. The chimpanzee <laughs> just like smacking How the symbols. Yeah. I really wanted an Instagram post on that. And this, the place that we got it from, um, the guitar center here mm-hmm. in Austin, they were so helpful. Oh, yeah. Um, at the guitar center place, um, you're allowed to play any, if it's in there, you're allowed to play it yep. essentially. And we're checking out and like, I know nothing about this. I just like want to talk, you know, Scott did a ton of research. He had done a ton of research before I've really brought it up before you guys ever really brought it up. Cause he, you know, kind of wanted to venture out to his own thing. Just like, like, like we talk about when's the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he knew everything we needed a through Z better than the store employees did. And so, you know, we're checking out because Scott came up and just used me for my credit card. And <laughs> that's all you're good for. That's all I'm good for. And he, he's like, he walks up to me like a fucking kid in a candy store. <laughs> just found his favorite rare candy item. He's like, dude, can I show you something? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Scott. <laughs> Literally just like that. 
dude, can I show you something? <laughs> like you, you wanted like, like he was talking to his dad. Yep. I was like, yeah, Scott. And so he was like, come over here. This motherfucker sits down and just starts ripping the piano, just like fucking cranking the piano, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just fun. It's nostalgic. Know. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> looking at this motherfucker. Like, like, we had never talked. That had never come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. And we spend so much time together. I mean, we've, you know, we've been working together 10 months. Mm-hmm. It's never come up in conversation. And he's like, dude, I go play the drums too. I was like, literally, who the fuck are you? So he goes over and just starts ripping the fucking drums. But he got so fucking geeked hooking up this guitar and just started ripping the guitar from the amp. Is that thing called mm-hmm. an amp? To make, that, make it louder? They, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. Plugged it into. yeah. He like, plugs this guitar into the amp. He like knows how to do all this shit. He's like playing with the settings. He's like, mm, no, you know, that's not right. It's not hitting right. He's playing the settings. And then he just starts ripping the guitar. Like literally Elvis. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Is this guy? Talents, I was baby. so shook by that. But but those things are my direct weaknesses. There's not a single thing that that I can play. Um, fun facts in middle school, um, everyone had to play a flutophone. Um, that's what we call it. We called it the flutophone. It was um, a little recorder. Yeah. Essentially what it was. Told you I about hated this those. Dude, they're so boring. But like seventh and eighth grade, like we had to do this. And I was trying really hard and music was the only class that I was just failing. I just like, I, I it just didn't make sense. You know, really like fail classes in like middle school, like seventh, eighth grade. Mm. But dude, I was so fucking bad that it's like, yeah, there's nothing I can give you but an F. <laughs> and so like my parents went ahead to parent teacher conferences and they're like, you know, like what's going on here? Because like he's like, practicing and trying like what's happening. He's never like struggled in school before and stuff like that. And the teacher's like, is he actually like practicing and trying? And they're like, yeah, like he's like trying to get this right. And he's like so frustrated with it. And like, he's like having anxiety about like coming to school because he knows that last period is going to be music and all this stuff. Long story short, my parents, the music teacher and the principal all meet and essentially deem me too fucking dumb to be in the music class. So I had a glorified study hall while literally every other student that went to the school had to do this class and was just like crushing the class. I'm just over here like, yeah, I'm like not smart enough to be in those doors right now. So it was just fucking me sitting in this like back end hallway at a desk hearing all of my peers play the flutophone while I like have a study hall, which you don't have study hall in middle school. You don't really like have that much work to do. Mm-hmm. So I just like sat there like playing Tweedledee Tweedledum. Uh, but eventually Mr. Kirby did let me start just coming and shooting hoops. Um, so that was pretty cool. That was good. Um, yeah. So I need to learn something every single day. It'll never be music. It'll never be music. It'll never be like art. It'll never be anything like that. But I respect those of you a ton who are able to do that because it just doesn't work for me. So I need to learn something. Me learning something is I now know it for myself. I can argue both sides. I can argue for and against my belief. And I can also teach you my belief. Um, That's what I qualify as learning something. Okay. So how do I do this? Number one, obviously I identify a topic. Number two, I read 10 different um, articles or videos or pieces of content out there that are about just learning whatever it is I want to learn, read about, learn about. Um, 10 different items, you get a lot of different viewpoints, but 10 different items, you're able to find where the middle ground is Mm -hmm. on all of them. If you look at 10 things, there's going to be some truths mm-hmm. that are apparent every single thing. So you read 10 things about carb cycling. Mm-hmm. You are going to know what like the foundation of carb cycling sure. is. So from there, 
we now look at anti-carb cycling, pro-carb cycling, cons, uh, benefits of carb cycling, downfalls of carb cycling, like all of those things. You just, I mean, through 10 different articles, that is a lot. I'm not sure if you guys understand like how much that is. This is something that takes, you know, an hour and a half, two hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I kind of split it up throughout my day. You know, I start already super early because you get up around like 435 to start responding to client check-ins. That's the only time no one needs anything. No one's sending anything new. No emails are coming in. No one else is awake. So that's usually where I start. And then my cool down from once I get all of my client responses done, I start this. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the day, I kind of pick it back up. So I form an opinion. Then I dive through those 10 articles. Then I dive into things that go against my belief because mm-hmm. I want to be able to argue both sides. And that's how you teach your, tell your, what you tell your coaches to do. It is. Like it if is. you have a client who's interested in keto, yeah, learn the, why they like keto yeah. and the benefits of keto. Yeah. And then if you don't agree with it or vice versa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not pro keto diet first performance because it's mm-hmm. not an optimal way to perform. Sure. But like you have to be able to argue against that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I need to be able to argue against myself for me to consider myself well versed on that. Um, and I, I think if you are well versed on something, you can see both sides. You can mm-hmm. talk about both sides. So um, I read opposing arguments, the 10 articles. I then adopt my own set of beliefs through everything that I've read, heard, learned throughout the day. I have my own set of beliefs. And with this set of beliefs, I can do nothing with it. Or I just like check a box of, you know, I learned something today. But from here, where do we go? If we're talking about fitness, we're talking about bodybuilding, again, carb cycling, I, since for some reason I brought that up, mm-hmm. um, carb cycling, where do we go? So now we're looking through Instagram or Twitter and someone talks about carb cycling. We don't just take their word for it and run. And this is something I talked to, to Scott about, anyone about. Um, I love when people reach out to me and they're like, you know, I love your content. This is amazing stuff. I learned so much from your page. Your page sparks my thoughts and, you know, makes me think really hard. And I I've been so educated through the stuff that you put out on Instagram. I hate when people hit me up, even though it is a huge ego stroke. And they're like, dude, you're the only fucking person I listen to. <laughs> and I do like, that's lit. Like, I know that my word's good. Sure. I know that Either I'm really good at guessing and bullshitting or I am pretty fucking solid at what I do. Well, how often Um, do things change in like how often do my beliefs change? If I look back at one year from today, I was a shit coach. Okay, but at the time I was still a really I was a really good coach. Even scientifically, though, we because we learn new things. I know there are some that are set in stone, right? Yeah. But there are some things that we're still learning. Yeah, this is a great question that I was going to get into here in just a little bit. Let's go and get into it. So number one fitness, bodybuilding, health, wellness. You cannot be educated on anything if you don't understand physiology, anatomy, biology, how the human body moves and performs. If you don't understand these things, you cannot be educated on something. Understand this because I see so many people that are like coaching folks way out of their league, mm. like way out of their realm. I see some very beginner coaches training intermediate media or advanced clients. If you're not educated on physiology, anatomy, biology, um, I mean, you can't be educated on anything beyond that. You know, I talked to all my coaches about mm-hmm. that, learn these things, mm-hmm. understand these things. Because if you're not educated in these, you can't form an opinion that's able to to support your beliefs or that's able to um, kind of soak everything in. 
shake it up, unjumble it for what it's worth and figure it out. So the number one foundation of everything is science and the science of those things do does not what the human body is. Mm -hmm. It's like not changing Yeah, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or thousands of years. Well, it's based on what we learn. So it's, yeah. I mean, we have so much, we, we know the anatomy, the physiology, the biology, the human fucking body at this Mm -hmm. point. Beyond that, there's so much science that goes into everything, the keto diet, carb cycling, protein intake, training to failure, leaving reps in reserve, training deloads, optimal sports performance. There is constant science and literature coming out that's on both sides of every single equation that you can possibly present. And the only way you can figure out what your actual belief is, is through understanding the first, the scientific foundation of the human body. And if you do not understand that, you cannot form an opinion. You're just reading fucking science and throwing shit against the wall. Mm -hmm. Well, this study said this. That's great. Number one, how is that study performed? What are some potential biases in that study? Who funded this study, which falls into potential biases? How does this study apply to you? Were the subjects of the study someone who applies to the demographic that you work with? Were the subjects of the study someone who were they complementary towards finding the end goal? For example, we have recent articles that, you know, everyone runs to this um, training to failure. Mm-hmm. All the subjects requirements were, was they had to be in the gym for five years. The fuck does that tell me? Cause I know a lot of people been in the gym 10 years. that look like dog shit <laughs> that perform like dog. And shit. like what, what maybe they're on and off. Maybe but they're on and off. Maybe that maybe when they apply to do that study to get their 50 bucks, whatever yeah. they're trying to do. Say, yeah. Well, I've been working for five just, years. Just sure. because you've had a gym membership for five years does not mean you've ever taken a set even close to what failure actually is. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole study conducted around these people that that was their only qualification. Whereas dude, bodybuilders are begging to be brought in for studies. The Mm -hmm. issue is there's not really enough funding to like bring them in, pull them away from their jobs, support the eating, like all this stuff. Like, like, like there there's, there's just not enough money to be able to do that. But I know a whole lot of people who really want to be part of like getting good information out there. Like we all want real answers. Someone who's been in the gym five years does what the fuck, what, what they do does not apply to someone who wants to turn into an IFBB pro. These are such vastly different levels. They're not even comparable. So you have to understand how studies are performed, what they are, all that stuff. Studies literally change every day. Every study is going to be met with an opposite and equal <laughs> restudy. Yep. Every single one of them are. So that's why I say, if you don't understand the foundation and every person has inherent human bias, we all have our beliefs. I try to turn it off as much as possible. Mm-hmm. There's very few things that are black and white for me. Something that is black and white for me. If you want to be a super physiological fucking freak, then you take your sets beyond fucking failure. Why? Because we have tens of thousands of subjects over the last 50 years that show us that's how you fucking do it. Mm-hmm. That's black and white for me. Yep. What else is black and white for me? Um, eating a fuck ton of protein makes you grow. <laughs> I mean, like these things are very black and white. Sure. Everything under, you know, underneath those things is up. It's up for negotiation and discussion. Cause I would add something. It, yeah. Those control groups. Yeah. You know, you were talking about the quality of the control groups, yeah. so the, you know, the, uh, the five year thing, you know, you've been in the gym for five years. Yeah. I would also recommend look at the number yeah. of the control, control group. If yeah. it's 
10 people studied, that's not a, to that's me, that's not, not valid. Yeah, that's not a lot. And most of the, most of the um, research done on trainees has been like under 50. And that's just not a big sample. What's a good sample size? What's a good sample that you size think? for, oh, for me personal? Yeah, sure. I want to see hundreds. Hundreds? I want to see, I want to see 400 uh, folks who have competed in three more bodybuilding shows. Mm-hmm. It's like you can have someone who competed in a bodybuilding show, but they look like dog shit. Yeah. Like they never actually come. They were, they, they weren't competitive. They were just, they paid the entry fee and they showed up. Yep. And like, you know, that's not, again, that doesn't apply to me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't apply to my clients. Mm-hmm. No, I want to see hundreds of people. Uh, but honestly, like at this point, like I'm cool with 10 national level bodybuilders. As long as you can get them in. Can you get 10? Can you fucking find me 10 national? I can hit me up. Mm-hmm. My email is justin at teamahaley.com. If you're a researcher, you're looking for people, I can find you 10. Bring it on. I can find you people real quick. But there's no effort put into it. And from what I'm seeing, there's like no effort in finding real truth that applies across the board. So the study, the science changes all the time. Uh, I mean, everything that you can research is, again, going to be met with an equal and opposite uh, scientific viewpoint as well. So you, it comes down to you deciphering, configuring, learning through working with your clients, learning through so much experience, um, you know, that your points essentially become foolproof. You need to be able to argue for and against your points. Oh, I can argue against training to failure. Mm-hmm. I can argue against training to failure better than the person who's the most anti-training to failure person in the world. I can crush it. But it's not going to hold up for, you know, what my goal is and mm-hmm. what most of my client's goals are. Is it is it true to say also that not just the studies, because people can be educated on studies, mm-hmm. but man, the once you start getting experience with mm-hmm. one-on-one people, whether it's yeah. online or in person, you need that to validate whatever you're learning, right? Yeah, 100%. And a lot of people go far too... too way too far to one side or another mm-hmm. you go way too far into the the into the well i have experience well does your experience include starving women at 600 calories a day 100 micrograms of clenbuterol 50 micrograms t3 two hours of cardio daily well yeah they're gonna get in fucking contest shape and then they're also gonna have you know hair loss and and their thyroid uh their poor thyroid quality life. poor quality of life their yeah. thyroid down regulates for the rest of their fucking existence nutrient deficiencies um you know loss of extreme loss of motivation never want to do that again so if that's you know yeah you, you can win shows doing that for sure and like if you want to chalk that up as experience that's perfectly fine but to me that's not experience mm-hmm. i mean that's just starvation mm-hmm. um that's not anything less than that yeah, the other side is like so fucking science based that they can't if it's not in a study, it doesn't if a study does not support it, it doesn't count. And it's like really because the anecdote is screaming at you something so different. A study is a perfect world. These are things happening in a perfect world scenario, and real life is not a perfect world scenario. These are all very, very, very controlled mm-hmm. things. And you know, real life is like actual wrenches thrown into the plans. Right. Like, like, we, you know, we, yeah, we, we have real life happening. And you, the anecdote that's right in front of you is not lying. Mm-hmm. So being somewhere in the middle, maybe slightly sl- swayed towards one side or another, I'm very, very, very moderate. I talk about tons of scientific stuff, but I definitely slightly, if anecdote shows me something the science doesn't support and anecdote continues showing me something science doesn't support and clients hire me to fucking win shows are getting the best shape of their life. And I'm probably going to go with the anecdote that's showing me time after time after time that it fucking works. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not just going to like scrap something that doesn't work because it's not yet supported by science. If it's not yet supported by science, the only reason is because science just hasn't gotten to it yet. Mm -hmm. Like science literally proves and disproves everything time over time again. So you can't get too wrapped up. And if you're too wrapped up in it, then you also don't believe anything that you actually do believe because the science (laughs) says that it's wrong too. (laughs) So how do we decipher if you're looking for people? I guess there's a checklist here. Number one, can they back up their views? They're not just fucking throwing shit against the wall. Can they back up their views? Do their clients' results back up the word that they're saying? Do you vibe with that person? And you don't need to get along with that person. Can you pick up what they're putting down? That's kind of what I, what I mean by that. Um, how open, how open-minded are they to conversation about it? What the, them personally, like, what do they look like? If someone's, if someone wants to train you to become a national champion bodybuilder, but they've never been a good bodybuilder in their own right, you know, what the fuck do they know? Yeah. What do they know about it? Um, I'm not saying I'm elite by any means yet, but I've had some pretty fucking solid success, Dude. you know, at, at, at this point, like I know that I could turn someone pro, you know, I don't, I don't, that's, I mean, that's very simple. I feel like there's a lot of fucking pros. I see that I can make a lot better than they are. And that's not me being, I'm just very sure of my abilities because mm-hmm. I've seen it happen so much. I don't know why you would hire somebody that you don't think is going to take you to the next level or yeah. doesn't look themselves yeah. like they've done it. Even it, like, maybe they don't look at it like it right now. 100%. Maybe they're not show ready. Yeah. But if you don't see their show photos, like yeah. for me, at least I don't, I don't yeah. have a coach. I don't comp- I plan on competing ever. Yeah. But if I did, yeah. I better see those show photos. Dude, there better be some results. Yeah. There, there better be something that you've done, that, like some sort of accomplishment that you've achieved. Because like the only way you understand the sacrifice that accomplishment takes is by going through that sacrifice and achieving that accomplishment at an extremely high level yourself. If you cannot, re- if you have not done that, you truly cannot relate to what that takes. If you cannot relate to what that takes, then you cannot coach someone to be there because you're venturing into grounds that are completely unknown to mm-hmm. you. So look at their resume, look at the folks they work with, talk to the folks they work with. I encourage anyone who ever applies to me, like, dude, hit up my clients, go with that team Haley hashtag, see what they say, because everyone's real fucking taken care of here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's clients who have left on bad terms. That's fine. What, one out of 100? You can't please everybody. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I've worked with well over a thousand people in, in my you know, seven years doing this, over seven years doing this. Yeah, there's people who were displeased, but was it because of what I did? Mm. Or is it just because of the mutual grounds? Was it because of themselves? You know, that's kind of what you have to identify. I got some people on my mind. So basically to summarize this talking point, nothing is going to be black and white. It's all a negotiation. You have to understand the science, educate yourself, be, be a very well-versed person, read tons of supporting, unsupporting, everything you can soak it up, be, come to an educated conclusion, you know, based off of your research on this. What are some resources that you use that you could share? Like, is it mainly Reddit or yeah. is it, is a, uh, was it PubMed? Is that yeah. a big one? Yeah. So I, a ton on PubMed. Reddit used to be way better than it was. Mm. It used to be like Reddit, like professional muscle, intense muscle, like all these forums, man, everything's kind of gone to shit now. Mm. Um, I thought there's a lot of people on Instagram, a lot of people on Facebook who are extremely knowledgeable, who are, you know, moderate mm. who are kind of in, you know, in the middle there. Um, honestly, <laughs> This is exactly why I made Iron Intellects because that's the best resource there is anywhere. Ironintellects.com, campjansen.com, um, 
honestly, honestly, those are the two best. <laughs> there, there's not a lot of people I listen to anymore. Sure. Like the more I learn, the more time goes on. I like find the people are like kind of just, you know, it's full of shit. And what I like about Iron Alexis is not just you. It's not just me. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I want to do. It's not just my voice. Yep. There's voices on the extreme science side, the extreme anecdote side and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really fucking cool. Um, Iron and Selects is easily the best resource. There is articles, videos, so much information. Uh, forums are always popping, dude. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if you're not on there, that's the best source there is. And it's literally $13 a month. It's some of the smartest people that there are in the world in fitness and health and bodybuilding. And there'll be more. And, and there's going to be so you're much add more. more. Yeah. So much, dude, dude. I mean, this Can't is wait. nuts. Yeah, just this the is beginning. absolutely nuts. Um, so off of that, I want to talk about, dude, right now, everything's closed. You know, uh, city of the, the state of Texas is literally going to shut down tomorrow. All these states are shutting down all their um, any place where there's large gatherings. Go to your gyms uh, here at Team Mahaley. You know, we have live every single night. Dude, we're nuts. <laughs> we, we have changed. Dude, last game. night was awesome. We have changed the fucking game. We have coaches leading live workout sessions with our clients every single night. That's cr- That's awesome. Tell me another online coaching business. That does you know, that. it's funny. I saw, I saw two, uh, two colleagues of mine, of course, credit's never given. Sure. I saw two colleagues of mine, like promoting something, um, similar today. And I was like, you know what? Like I see you, but we did it first. <laughs> we always do it first. We always do it first. Just wait till, Last uh, night was nuts. just wait till they see what else is coming. Oh my God. Just yeah. wait, dude. We have something so massive coming for you guys. We, what's wild is we started working on this about six weeks ago or something like that. And it's like going to be coming to fruition next week. And it's going to be a full offering for everyone mm-hmm. dude it is so cool we're gonna reduce the price a ton though because obviously shit's hitting the fan right now yep so yeah for the first month we're gonna heavily reduce the price on you know what we're offering um right now like we just want to help people at first it was going to be like a full surface offering of you know all of these things um to you know bring people on um you know in the capacity of which we want to uh but now we're just trying to reach a fuck ton of people. We're just trying to help you guys get through this. Cause like we're trying to get through it too, dude. Mm-hmm. Like we're all scrambling for shit too. Yep. So right now, how do I preserve muscle? I'm going to be out the gym for a while. Everything in Texas shut down for two weeks. Everything, you know, world, everything countrywide, maybe even worldwide planning to be shut down for um, months. Like you might, we, dude, we might not have gyms for a couple months. Um, how do I preserve the muscle? I'm going number one, understand. Dude, over a three-week period, you're not going to lose muscle. If you're staying active, if you're nailing your protein, if you're, like, sleeping and, like, not forcing stress to go sky high, if you're just fucking doing something, you're not going to, like, lose much muscle. When you go back to the gym, you know, you're going to be about 10 15% weaker than you were after time off. That's just a neural adaptation. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back really quick. If so, y'all can't nail your nutrition, y'all are stuck in your house. You're, I mean, dude, you're stuck in your fucking home, dude. If you can't hit your protein, <laughs> when literally you're not allowed to leave. <laughs> I mean, come so, on. We got to change yeah, something. This is a personal problem. Yeah. Um, Look, it's, it's a neural adaptation. You're going to go back. Dude, I can't wait in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to find out who listens to this podcast, who does. I'm going to have clients say, oh my God, like I lost all my muscle. And it's like, no, it's just a neural adaptation. It's That's all it is, a neural adaptation. Um, you're not losing your muscle. The body the body understands the stress you put upon it. The body understands that you ask a ton of it. It doesn't just forget that over time. It will, you know, over time. Well, if you're, you know, if you're completely inactive, you don't give your body amino acids, 
to be able to support, you know, the nitrogen rates, the the muscular retention, all those things, the muscular rebuilding. Um, then yeah, you know, you're you, you might lose some tissue, um, but you know, nothing really is going to happen. Move, get outside, go run some hills, dude. I went for a jog this morning. I told you about that. Mm-hmm. I went for a jog this morning. I went for a walk with the pups and some friends. I went for a jog um, after that. Dude, you know, I jogged for like four or five minutes. Dude, I'm fucking 280 pounds. You know how hard that was? Yeah. And the shoes I was wearing, like, wasn't really supporting, like, what I was trying to do. Um, so that kind of hurt, man. I'm feeling it for real. But, mm-hmm. you know, I miss jogging. Yep. So I went for a little jog today. Did you buy tennis rackets? I bought tennis rackets today. So, yeah, most of you guys don't know. Big passion of mine is playing today. I fucking love playing tennis. And uh, I never played... Um, like for my high school team, because honestly, my ego was way too big to play in high school. Um, I wish I would have. Um, I'm actually pretty fucking good. Uh, so yeah, I bought tennis rackets for, uh, you know, David uh, has experience playing tennis. He's I did, played I did too. quite a bit of tennis. You did too? I didn't know yep. that. Megan wants to get into playing tennis. Jack of all trades. Music, yeah. sports, all Dude, of it. You fucking, name it. Scott did not ever, did not ever <laughs> play to have sports knowledge again. Scott, it, I like, can perform. if it's not LeBron James, Scott doesn't know who the fuck Bro, you are. <laughs> let's, let's pull back. If you listen to episode three, I know who Tom Brady is. <laughs> he, he knew who Tom Brady was. Wow. It doesn't was, matter what I Who's still, Tom Brady signing with? Buccaneers. The who? Right. Where are they from? Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? I don't what division do they play in? What division do they play in? I don't care. <laughs> I can still perform. I'm super geeked. Perform. I'm super geeked because he's about to meet Tom Brady and Drew Brees. We get them twice a year. You know Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. We get them twice a year. They're in the same division. Nice. That's going to be nuts. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know what? We, we got tennis rackets. Nude, I was telling everyone today, our gym's closing down. Like, you know what? I haven't taken time off in four years. I haven't taken over a week off in four years. Like I'm going to take this time. Let my body heal my everything from the tips of my toes up to my fucking nose hurts. Like there's constant aches and pains and like stuff like that. And dude, just part of being a bodybuilder. I'm not mm-hmm. fun. I love it. In a couple weeks, they're not going to hurt. And I'm like, crave the feeling of the aches and the pains again. Um, heal. During this time, dude, fucking heal. Don't stress about like, oh my God, like I missed the gym. We all miss the fucking gym, dude. But like right now we're controlling our controllables. We're doing the best we can. We're staying positive. Remember the battery pack from episode three. Keep that fucking battery pack positive. Don't go messaging your coach talking about, oh yeah, man, I, I, I miss the gym so much. Like I can't do anything. Like I feel like I'm losing all my gains. Like my glutes are getting smaller. Dude, don't fucking be that person. Do not. I promise you, you're fine. Promise you, we all miss it. You telling us you miss it is just stating the obvious. Like, that's why we do what we do. That's why we push towards huge fucking goals because we love being in the gym and something we love has been taken from us. Use this time to hone other skills, sharpen other areas of your life. Get better in some way. I talked about this in the last podcast. I'm going to talk about it in this one. And I bet you I'd talk about it in the next one. This time off is an opportunity. Get better. Grow, adapt, respond, learn yourself. Don't fucking just be like, and and I'm literally talking to myself on this one. Don't just be a fucking bodybuilder. I'm tired of just being a bodybuilder. I walk up a fucking flight of stairs. I'm winded. I'm tired of this shit. I, I get done having sex and I lay there for 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> like, dude, I bet it's real fucking sexy. <laughs> Four showers a day because you're sweating your balls off. Literally, because I can't stop sweating. It's yep. like, dude, so I'm going to become, you know, more of an athlete. Like, that's my background. That's what I enjoy doing. That's what I fucking love. I would love to make a bet with you. Yeah. I bet. 
you think I'm not as good at sports than you than I actually am. No, because you and because I, I don't know sports. Yeah. No, no, no. So you and I are very similar. We kind of talked about this the other day. Sure. Like, dude, place us in the middle of anywhere. Like somehow we're gonna come out. Like it might take a while. We're gonna come out on top. Yep. Like we're gonna come out, like we're gonna figure it out. If you throw me in the middle of a fucking orchestra, like, yeah, I fucking hate music. Like, dude, I like, fuck, I'm going to figure it out. Because you're a fucking cleaner. Because I'm a fucking cleaner, dude. Like, yeah, yep. we just don't like losing. We don't like, like, not being good in things. We become we become extremely if comfortable. If I'm not, like, top five in anything I'm doing, I'm a little one, upset. One thousand percent. Like, if I, if I don't feel, like, supreme confidence in something I'm doing with consistency, then, yeah, I, like, mm-hmm. I lose sleep over at night. Like, I'm going to sit there fucking tapping my fucking hand in my foot at night. Like, I have to get better at that. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I, I bet you're pretty fucking good. Uh, you you'll become fucking good. Like, I mean, dude, we have nothing else to do. <laughs> we don't have another choice. That's fucking true. <laughs> so, um, don't, don't worry about losing your muscle, each protein, yep. sleep, make your body respond to something. But now we're opening up we got a new we segment. Some, we have some, uh, it's new. The whole thing's new. Whole thing. <laughs> Everything on this podcast is new. Yeah, every Friday we're going to do a Q and A. Man, mm-hmm. we got some great questions today. So, um, you guys are going to like this Q and A a lot. I think. I think so. Yeah. We're gonna. So what we're going to do is every Thursday, yeah. you're going to put a question box on Instagram. Yep, that's where it's going. Yeah, and it will. We're going to keep a list. Yeah. We might not get all the questions in one episode. Yeah. But we'll just keep picking through. Yeah. We had 36 questions today and I sent Scott more questions than what we're going to do today. And I'm going to send him some more later. Mm-hmm. So just because you don't hear your question in this one, it might be in the next one. Yep. So, so let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay. So this one comes from Lucas Castillo 12. Yeah. Do you know any of, do you know any articles or studies that have a positive things to say about PEDs exclusively steroids? What he yeah. Yeah. 100%. There's a ton out there. The thing you have to understand is the negative connotation surrounding anabolic steroids or all performance enhancing drugs is coming from an abuse perspective. So if you go out and you just look up alcohol abuse or DUIs or, you know, um, alcohol induced crashes or things like that, there's not going to be anything positive there. The issue is, you know, the media and uneducated folks have pushed this thing that like steroids are so bad. Number one, you don't even know what a fucking steroid is. Like how, how can you say steroids are bad when 90% of steroids out there were really created for medical intervention to save people's fucking well-being? No, steroids are great, but it's how are you using them for bodybuilding purpose? If you want to be a national fucking champion bodybuilder, you're not going to use them recreationally. You're probably going to venture along the lines of abuse. That's the nature of the beast. If you don't like hearing that, don't listen to my podcast because I'm only going to tell the truth. And if you want to use them for health related purposes, they're going to make you much healthier, much better, much higher functioning than you are right now. Given you're not like some fucking 20 year old dude. Like mm-hmm. if, if, if you're only using them for health related reasons, you know, you don't really need to start till your testosterone starts starts declining. Good rule of thumb for a male is like 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's tons of articles, tons of literature that shows the benefit of steroids. You just got to go find it because the negative is 90% of what, you, what you're going to find. And 90% of what you're going to find is not. It, like don't go on reddit don't don't go on fucking pub forums and some trying to pub med has some great stuff okay. yeah yeah any any place that you know post literature is going to have really good things on there um so just again you know go back to the education piece i talked about today like educate yourself on them and then when you kind of educate yourself on them you know exactly what to look for that's a great question that was a good question so we get the, we got this one a lot but this comes from moody fit 23 
best piece of advice for someone wanting to start their own coaching business? Yeah, there were over 15 of you who asked this. The last count, there was 15 and I haven't been on in a few hours. So there's definitely more than you who asked this. You know, they're along the same lines of this question here. Number one, you better fucking attack this shit with passion. You have to understand you're not going to make money in this for a really long time. It took me six years to start making what I would consider like substantial income out of all of this. Um, five of those six years, I was fucking destitute. I was broke and I was just grinding so hard. I was working 50 times harder than I am right now for 50 times less. Um, that you, if you're not able to get, if you're able to go through the jungle, you don't deserve to be on the beach. Mm-hmm. And that applies 1000% to coaching bodybuilding, all that stuff, because I promise again to the beach is worth it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, most people aren't, aren't willing to go through the, the, what it takes to get to that point. You know, you're not going to have money for extra things. You're not going to be buying nice cars. You're not going to be doing nice things. You're not going to be like, that's, that's not what this is. Service your fucking clients, educate your ass off, become so become so intelligent that you feel like there's not a single person you can have a discussion with that like can out that, that's going to like outsmart you mm-hmm. like make yourself so fucking ridiculously intelligent give if you're not willing to teach people for free then they're not going to pay you you're not earning their pay i still teach i have one of the largest teams in in the world and me and all my coaches teach you something every single day there's not a single day that passes that you don't learn something from we us. started this podcast to add to that yeah, list. 100%. Honestly, I would also way. say it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Like you build up. So in the yeah. beginning, it's kind of rough, right? Yeah. And you go, 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 go. And yep. after six or seven years, you know, for you at least, that's where it, it yeah. kind of leveled off. 100%. And now you're kind of taking another dip of yep. reinvestment yep. to do it again. Yeah. So I wouldn't be afraid to, you're going to see it happen multiple yeah. times. Last year, 40% of my income was reinvested back into the company. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have the balls to do that. Like scary. Most, dude, it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't gotten the ROI on it. And the ROI probably won't come for another year, but when that ROI hits, it's going to be huge. It takes massive balls to do that. It takes a lot of uh, confidence in yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. So service the fuck out of your clients. Become the smartest person you know. But get to a point where there's not a single person who can approach you with a single issue that you don't feel like you can help in some capacity. Be fucking positive. Understand that you're one of the most important people in these person's lives. And even if you have 150 clients, yeah, they're, if, if you start viewing them as one of 150, you are going to fucking fail. And you're going to fail so hard. When you're talking to someone, you're speaking to them and only them and you're helping them and you're impacting their life and you're making them better and you're pushing them forward and you're leaving them with a positive fucking ray of sunlight that makes them feel so fucking impacted that they just go fucking dominate. Mm-hmm. And when you start impacting time after time after time, all of a sudden these people's lives have changed because of you. That's the coolest fucking thing you will ever see. People's fucking lives change because of me. Every morning I wake up, that is the first thing I think about. Yeah, it's not fun getting up at 4 30 a.m. But you know what my first fucking thought is? Oh my God, people are going to be fucking impacted. I'm going to change lives today. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's nuts. So have an insane amount of passion. Your clients come first, not your girlfriend. Your clients come first. Building your business comes first. Have a vision. Be open-minded. Be adaptable. But dude, if you don't have the fucking passion that I have for this shit, which has developed over time, you're not going to make it. Look at all the fucking coaches that are out there playing Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll, you, you, you might be able to fool people into six or $7,000 a month. Yeah. But it ain't going to go beyond that. And, and I would say, don't be afraid. Like Justin's talking about, get educated and continue to educate. Yeah. Don't be afraid to share that stuff on Instagram. Yeah. I mean- whether you're a male or female, mainly females, you know, 
rise to the top via yeah. ass pics and boobs. Dude, it seems like that's what it is. But like, like it, so much it, of fitness. It depends on yeah, it depends on what you, who you want to be. And yeah. like some people want to be like that, and that's cool. Yep. Um, that's their thing. But if you yep. want to be, if you want to be an elite coach, yeah, don't be afraid to not worry about your Instagram You've account. You've got to be heavy in the head to like, be an elite coach. Yeah, I only have thirty nine thousand followers. I don't yeah. have this huge fucking following. And there's people who are leads of teams that have hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Why is mine so much bigger and more successful? But just use your resources that you yeah. have that you can output as much education as possible. Without as much education as you possibly can, you're not oversharing. You're not over teaching. I'll tell you right now for us, it's Team Haley website. Yeah. Iron Intellects website. Yeah. Justin's Instagram. Yeah. All coaches' Instagrams. Yeah. The Team Haley Instagram. Yeah. And now the podcast. Yeah. That's a, that's a shitload of media outlets. Yeah. YouTube too. YouTube too, YouTube fuck. stuff too. Yeah, true. so much. Yeah, so much. And we have so much more coming. Yep. If only they do. Yep. <laughs> okay, that was good. Yeah. Okay, next one from Molly Lauren Fit. Your favorite and least favorite parts about prep? Man, my favorite part of prep is just seeing the results. Like I love the discipline. I love the work. It's like this constant grind of misery. Like, like how miserable can you make yourself feel? And like you start finding so much pleasure and like waking up in the morning feeling worse than yesterday, but looking better than yesterday that I fucking love that shit because I know I'm pushing myself to places no one else can. But like the best part is when they say and new Mr. Ohio, (laughs) you've all seen the YouTube video by now. The best part is fucking winning, dude. Mm. Fucking winning is the coolest thing. The least favorite part is absolute is sex drive by far. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, dude. This last three weeks, you're not having sex. Um, there's just, it's, it's not going to happen. It's out there. You don't have the energy to expend for it. It's like, it's, there's no pleasure mm-hmm. at that point. It's just like, like your next meal is so much better than an orgasm mm-hmm. at that point. And you know, I did very, notice you started yeah. telling me you're getting tired of the gym. Yeah. The gym felt like a chore. Yeah. The gym was a huge, the only thing I like, it was just, when's that next meal, dude? Yeah. Like, what can I eat again? Yep. Like the cardio sucks. The gym sucks. Relationship sucks. Friendship sucks. Work sucks. Sex sucks. Everything fucking sucks. And I'm a very sexual person. It's just gone. It's yeah. out the door. Yep. So yeah, that kind of sucks. This is a big ego shot too. <laughs> sure. But when you win, but oh man, when you win, whew, that was the best orgasm of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last question comes yeah. from one of our favorite people. Yeah. Meg's fit. Yeah. She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. I know her pretty well. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> when did you realize you were really fucking good at what you do? Yeah. So I, I, I love this question a lot. And it's a question I have gotten off in every single time. I just fucking light up over it because I remember the day I was sitting there and I was like, dude, like I, I thought that I was pretty fucking good and stuff. Um, but I had brought a client who just had zero potential. Like no fucking potential at all. Like less than like none. Like Mm -hmm. there's no genetic gifts that were put in her basket. (laughs) Like nothing. And she FaceTimed me from the Olympia amateur overseas. Missing her pro card by one point. Whoa. It was heartbreaking. But that, at the same time, it was so rewarding. Mm-hmm. I was like, you shouldn't be here. That gave me chills. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we worked together for like three and a half years. Wow. Like, you shouldn't be here. And like, I got you there. Mm-hmm. Like, your work was next level. It was absolutely insane every single day. But like, no one else had this vision. I, I truly believe there's not a single other coach in the world that would have gotten her there. Really? I truly believe that. that. Pushed her yeah, beyond her she, she, she never would have fucking been there mm-hmm. without me. And, um, 
that was the day I realized, like, dude, I'm fucking good. I'm fucking good in a class of 52 girls. Mm-hmm. And she got set. She missed her pro car by one. Wow. Yeah, that's that pretty was, awesome. That was, it was one of the most gut wrenching, but also like one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. And then I realized I was fucking good. And then, you know, it, it was wild after that. It was like my clients went from like top three or four at every show. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck, dude, we're winning more than we're losing. Like, we're getting first place more than we're getting second, third, fourth, fifth, or outside of the top five. Even the last 10 months that we've worked together, yeah. I've noticed a shift in the all of your clients, yeah. how advanced they have become. Dude, everyone wins. Yeah. yeah. They want it. Yeah. They, they, they want it so bad. They believe in the vision, the way I'm able to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I fucking push them. Yeah, you do. Like, I push them. But what's beautiful, name a single client that's rebounded poorly. Not There's not one. Everyone rebounds and gets better. Mm-hmm. Every single client bounces back. We keep them healthy. And that means the world to me. I had I have girls in fucking peak week going on their period left and fucking right. And it's like, well, shit, man, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. If your body's still producing period, I mean, women lose their period. Um, so fucking fast and prep, man, we're doing fucking something. So I realized I was good when that happened. And since then, like, do we win? And, you know, I, I go to something like the Arnold and I'm like, fuck, I, you know, everyone's like, you know they they want to meet they want to get two cents they want to they know who i am like that feels cool like people who i looked up to who had no fucking clue who i was four years ago like are my friends now and are people who i communicate with on the regular and they show me respect and they appreciate you know what i do and i appreciate what they do so yeah that's when i learned that i was good and um you know now we just grow from there soon we're going to be having top fives at the olympia who's that who wants to work for it I'll get you there if you yep. don't work for it. I'll fucking get your ass there. You have his email. You got my fucking email. I said <laughs> earlier. He got my email for uh, research subjects. He got yep. my email for for you know taking to the next level. So great questions from y'all. I really appreciate uh, those of you who sent questions. I appreciate those of you who listen. Please leave a five star review. That is so 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 important for us for things we want to bring to you for stuff we want to do. Um, we really appreciate you guys a lot. The feedback Scott and I've got on this is fucking nuts, dude. Like. I, to, to be honest, I had high expectations for this, but not this high. Yeah. Um, this is, we've outdone what I expected to do. And dude, honestly, we just like talking to you guys Mm -hmm. and I love, you know, we love having impacts. We love that you guys allow us to do this. So thank you. We love and appreciate each and every single one of you. I hope I get to give every single person who listens to my podcast a hug at some point in my life. Um, y'all mean the world to me. Y'all mean the world to us. Thanks for giving us a platform. We will see you next time we see them. We're only 95 episodes away from hundred. We're almost there. Dude, dude, I mean, fuck. Like, next week, we can probably get this done. Yep. (laughs) So, appreciate you guys. Five-star review. Please, 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 please. Thank you so much, and we will talk very soon.